Oh no, he's here again. Look out. Look out below. That crazy guy is back. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Okay, everybody, this is America's finest watchman, Lee Jackson, here with you again, and I am so pleased to be here with you today. Thank you all for your kind notes, messages, even the criticism. That's okay. I can hack it. As long as you're nice about it, I don't mind. Not at all. I mind when it's mean because it's not called for. You don't like it? Change the channel. You don't want to listen to me? Fine. Change the channel. Nobody's put a gun to your head to say you got to listen to me. No. Okay. So first thing first, um, I started looking the other day at uh, tutors again, just for the heck of it. And I realized that there's a hell of a deal here for women. If you have a lady or you are a lady who would like a tutor, which is really close to a Rolex, there's some really good deals out there. I mean, really good. Like I told you, my sis has a tutor ladies, princess quartz that I gave her. Actually, I gave it to my mother. My mother gave it to her. And she had it all fixed up. She had a new ice blue dial put on it and she had it all overhauled and it was really bad inside and it cost her over 600 bucks. You could buy one right now for less than that, for what it cost her to repair hers. Just blows my mind. Cause if you think about it, I mean, how much is a good watch? A thousand, 2000 more. You could pick one up for under 500 bucks. It's amazing. Like here's one. It's got a bad dial, but it's a beauty. It looks like the one she has, except it doesn't needs a dial. And it's $450, free shipping. I mean, how do you beat that? It's got um, the shield for the dial. It's got a dark blue dial, but the dial is really bad. It needs to be redone. It looks like riveted oyster bracelet like hers. And I want to see if it says, yeah, it does say Rolex on it. So that's nice. It's got the Rolex on the band. Should be Rolex on the crown, but they're not showing really seeing the crown. Oh, wait, there it is. Um, I can't really tell. I can't tell what's on the crown. Bad pictures. But looks pretty good to me. And what does it say on the inside of the case? It says Monta Tudor. Okay, it's still good. I mean, I like the older ones simply because they have Rolex written all over, which is kind of cool. Rolex on the back of the case, Rolex on the on the uh the crown sometimes rolex inside too like on the back of the case so those are kind of nice the later ones all say just tutor so if you want something that looks more modern it's not gonna say rolex like here's one one of these weirder kind of eyeball shaped ones there was a time in the 80s or 90s when tutor decided to really break away from the rolex look and they tried to come out with some really interesting, kind of bizarre looking designs. And this is one of them. It says Rolex Oyster, self-winding, but it's got kind of a bulbous head with a an engine turned bezel, kind of like a Rolex would have. And it's got a date and it's 500 bucks. I mean, how do you beat that? Now, if you want one that looks like a Rolex, here's a nice one like my sister's got, except I think this is older. Yeah, it's got, it's in really good shape. It's got the flower for the logo, which I do not 
care for, but that's just me. It's a 66 Tudor Princess in really good shape, 500 bucks. Here's another one. Now this looks really close to what my sister's got, except uh, this one is a self-wind. It's not quartz, but it's in really nice condition. The dial looks perfect. It's got a silver, kind of a like what she had, kind of a silver dial, silver markers, the shield, the riveted oyster band. Um, let's see if it says Rolex on the crown. The crown. Yeah, the crown's got Rolex. The band's got Rolex. I love that part. It's really cool. You turn your watch over, and on the back of the watch it says, Oyster case by Rolex of Geneva, which is great. They made the case. So that's a good one. $510. Now here's another one. Looks exactly the same, but in better shape yet. I think it's newer. Yeah, it's all stainless steel. It's got the shield. It says Rotor Self-Winding Oyster Princess. And it's on a leather strap, though. It's This crystal looks messed up. It's got the Rolex crown. Come on, where's the rest of the pictures? I want to see what's on the back and what's on the, okay, here it is. Original Royster case by Rolex, which is nice. It says Tudor on the movement, probably not a movement in there, which is a good movement. Nothing wrong with it, but it's a nice watch, but it doesn't have a bracelet, but it's only $4.99. So, I mean, these are great deals. Where do you buy a Rolex for $4.99 these days? Come on. You can't do that. The men's go much higher. Now here's another, this is the nicest one I've seen. This is a more modern, really nice one. It's a princess date. Excuse me, I had to drink something. It has a salmon colored dial, really modern dial with applied numbers, Arabic numbers and markers, small little uh, stick hands. Really looks good. I mean, it looks like new. This one's really nice. Doesn't say Rolex though. It has a fold over link bracelet. It has everything Tudor on it. And this thing is in really nice shape. This is not old. And they want $617. I mean, how do you beat that? How much is a new lady's Rolex? 5,000? 6,000? 600 bucks. And it's made by Rolex for those of you that want to argue with me. It was all stainless though. All right, now I have a two-tone, ladies. This is two-tone, no less. But the problem with two-tone, as I have told you, and I can see it right on this bracelet, is that it's plate. And the plate wears off. And that's what's happened. This has a Jubilee bracelet. The gold is virtually worn off. So it's like half gold and half not gold. Uh, it's in really good shape, though. If you could do something with the bracelet, it'd be nice. This is the reason I tell you not to get a two-tone tutor. Because with Rolex, the links in the center are all solid. Here, they're not. Um, here's a Tudor Monarch. This is one, again, Tudor got away from the Rolex design and tried to design their own, which weren't that great. Uh, when you get to men's, you're talking much more money. Men's go for big bucks. Women's, you can steal them. I'm telling you, you can absolutely steal them. Like, here's a really nice one. Fold-over link. Ladies Princess Automatic with a kind of a charcoal, clean, clean dial, clean bezel, everything clean on this. $740. I mean, these things are a, a gift. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. You get to the men's and they're in the thousands. You get to the women's and you can get a heck of a deal here. Holy macaroni. 
Now here's a real strange looking watch. Tudor Archeo, Archeo Swiss watch, 29 by 40 made by Rolex. And it's $825. So it's a man's watch. It says Tudor of Geneva, but it's got one of those. I mean, it doesn't look anything like a Rolex at all. It's a tank, but strange looking. Um, the band is a nice looking band with with screws in it. Big, heavy bracelet. Doesn't look like a Rolex. I mean, this watch does not look like Rolex whatsoever. And this is an interesting looking watch. $825 in mint condition, too. It'd be a hell of a deal. But you get the idea. You can get a lot of a lot of bang for your buck if you are careful and you are patient. Okay, here's a Rolex Tudor Submariner, 1992. Uh, and they're bidding on it, but it's going to go much higher, so I didn't want to go into that one. 1970 Tudor Princess Oyster Date. Two-tone with a solid bezel, no band for $890. That's a bit high. Here's a gold ladies princess plated, which I think is terrible. Um, here's a nice Tudor quartz tank. I don't know if it's a man's or not. It's nice. Stainless steel blue dial. I don't know. New old stock, so it's great. Uh, has a Rolex strap. What's the size? That's the question. Okay, I don't see any size, so I gotta dig a little deeper, see if they say. Uh, no, no size. So that would be the first thing I would send to this person is what is the size of this watch? It doesn't look very big. T1500 Tudor. It's a nice one. It's a beautiful piece. It's a nice tank, and the Tudor's written in script, which is really nice. Tudor Geneve with the little um, the little shield on the top. Really nice. Tudor Geneve with a pretty blue dial. If you like tanks like I do, that's something I would consider. I just don't know what the size of it is, and that could be very small. Uh, lots of women's. So, okay, I could keep going on and on and on, but you could get some really fantastic deals. On women's men's not so great men's they're expensive although i think that tank for 899 is not a bad deal would be nice to know the size okay so let's get back to what we were talking about okay so much for that i was going into vacherons last time and i'm going to continue because i think the vacherons are really important um and then I started to talk about this Malta. And, you know, the symbol of Vacheron and Constantine is the Maltese cross. So they're somehow associated with Malta and, Mal and Malta cross and all that. So they have a Malta collection. And these are all tonneau shaped. And they're very fancy. Tourbillons, open, like skeleton, very, got to be very expensive. Here's one that's all diamonds. The case, the band, the dial, and they're all baguettes. It's got 46.8 carats of diamonds. Pretty amazing, really. That's a lot. They have uh, tourbillon, open tourbillons. They have regular ones, moon phase, power reserve. They're large, too. 
Yeah, they're big. 36.7 millimeter by 48.1 millimeter. Um, they're really nice. Even the plain ones are still beautiful. They come in, let's see, pink gold, white gold, dark dial, light dial, gold markers or white markers. And they have um, they have Roman numerals of 12 and 6, and the rest are long sticks. Then they have a small model, which is for women. And they have them as diamond studded, big time. Okay, the next, and this is going to be a problem pronouncing it, Quai de Lee, de Lili. It's uh, embedded in the 21st century. It mirrors the artistic flair with which Vacheron Constantine reinterprets a technical aesthetic heritage. See, they draw from their old watches, which is really cool. Not too many companies do that. Okay, so this is a really interesting design I have never seen before. It's a round watch. The case is almost square, almost like a cushion. It's pretty good size. 41 millimeter by 50 millimeter. That's a big, big puppy. Okay, let's see what it says. It is a cushion-shaped case. It almost doesn't look like a cushion. It almost looks round, the case. Really cool. Uh, they have a retrograde annual calendar. They have day date with power reserve. Um, these are all 18 karat. Beautiful watch. Gorgeous dials. Should look this up. Q-U-A-I-D-E-L apostrophe I-L-E. I've never seen these. They're really nice. It's a beautiful watch. And you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the catalog of theirs. So it's beautifully printed and so on. But Nothing is going to do these things justice until you get it in your hand and look at the quality. You're just going to know that this thing is really well made. You can tell when you have a fine watch. How many have I dealt with? New or fairly new? Oh my gosh, they're just incredible. I used to wear a um, Patek Philippe Gondola, which is their big long tank. And man, that thing was really nice. I was in love with it. Brand new, I got it. Bought it, wore it, and then somebody bought it right off my wrist, which happened a lot, by the way. People would always say to me, what are you wearing? And when I would show them, they'd say, oh, how much? I'd say, yeah, I'm not really selling it. Well, come on, come on, come on. So they'd end up buying it from me, and that was my job, so what the hell? I can always get another one, not a big deal. Okay, so next up is the Overseas Collection, which is a really, really beautiful design. Kind of like the uh, Laureato by GP and the other sport watches. Really nice. They have interchangeable bracelets. Um, they're, they have their own link that is really an outstanding looking link. And around the bezel, it's kind of like a gear almost. Kind of like, you know, how the Royal Oak has the rivets. Well, this one kind of looks like a gear. It's really cool. And this is a really good watch, by the way. If it's a Vacheron, it's one of the finest there is. Not much better than this. You just look at their quality, it'll blow your mind. Then you know you're wearing one of the finest watches in the world that presidents and kings and emperors wore. That's who wore these watches, and you can wear the same thing. You know, that's what's really cool. You look at rulers... And you say, I can't possibly compete with them. But you, in this case, you can. You could actually wear something that they would wear. 
or have worn. It's very cool. If you look at the list of who wears these different like Vacherons and Paddocks and Audemars, it's a pretty good list of uh, movie stars and, and uh, world leaders. Okay, so the ultra, there's an ultra-thin perpetual calendar with 276 components, 4 milliliters thick, and the rotor is gold, which is really interesting. The watch is gorgeous. I think of all the sport watches, I like this one probably the most. I like the Laureato too, which is a lot cheaper to buy than these other ones. I do. I like the, the GP Laureato I like very much. They're around 9000 and up. These things are going to be a lot more than that. So they have an overseas chronograph. It's on a strap. It has a interesting connection on the end for the band. It's almost like a reverse T-bar lug. A beautiful watch. I mean, you wear one of these, you'll be in seventh heaven. And I've said it over and over and over and over, and I'll keep saying it forever. It's not that people see what you have and go, wow, what a beautiful watch. What is it? No, it doesn't matter if people know what you're wearing. It matters that you know what you're wearing and you enjoy it. And you like looking at your wrist and seeing it. I mean, these things are not flashy and gaudy. You can buy that all day long. Flashy and gaudy is available, I promise. But these are not. These are class, class, class. They even have a world time in this overseas. You should look these up. The world time is really beautiful too, but it's a little too complicated for me. It's got a really busy dial with all kinds of tracks going on with names and numbers and this and that. And if you were a world traveler, it's probably fantastic. But I'm not. And I look at timekeepers as that's kind of what I want. I like the link too. It's a Vacheron link. Very interesting. And the rotor is like the sun. It's like a starburst rotor. Really cool and solid gold. I mean, the quality with which these watches are made is absolutely un, unheralded, un, unsurpassed. Like here's a regular one with just a timekeeper. Yeah, it has a 22 karat gold oscillating weight. I knew it. And you know why they do that? Because it's heavier. Beautiful. This is just an ultra thin 40 millimeter overseas. They go for big bucks. Yeah, it's plain. Nothing on the dial, just the time. Then they have the one with the date. So you could buy a with or without. I would buy a with the date. What the hell? If you wear it all the time, it's great. Sapphire crystal. The dials are stunning on these. Just stunning. And the workmanship, I can't say enough. So they have, let's see, they have them on a strap. They have them on their their own bracelet. And they have a blue dial, which I think is beautiful. They have a silvery white dial. And they have kind of a brown bronze dial, which is not my favorite. Then they have the ladies' versions in gold and diamonds. Ah, 1972. This is a very interesting uh, watch. I'm not crazy about it. But they must sell them or they wouldn't be making them. Because this is a watch that came out in 72. It's an asymmetrical model, which means it's not square or round. It's odd, oblong, off shape. Um, it won the Diplôme de Prestige de la France, an award-winning honor expertise in the realm of design and craftsmanship. I mean, this is a strange-looking piece. Uh, but I've seen things like this from some of the other high-end makers. They're a little off. I mean, this thing is asymmetrical. Um, they call it a 9, 1972 Prestige. 
It's got the hallmark of Geneve. It's got Chevron motif. That's just not my cup of tea. 25 by 47. So it's a man's watch. And then they have it with baguettes all over. These are on straps, by the way. Um, almost 16 carats of diamonds. Then they have some newer ones with that look more like Ulysses Nardine design, which is like really big, 12 in Roman numerals and six at the bottom. Really thick and cool looking. These look, a, I like these a little better than they have them with all diamonds, but I don't like the case being asymmetrical. To me, it's weird. Okay. Next up is the historic line, which they really pull from their heritage to make these. I mean, remember when you get to the forties and fifties, my opinion is Vacheron's unsurpassed. <clears throat> Paddock wasn't doing this much. Vacheron had watches that had all kinds of weird lugs. They had some really beautiful designs and I have one. I have a Vacheron that has really beautiful teardrop lugs. And they were famous for that. And they had very plain, easy to read dials with applied numbers that makes it really nice. So they went back to that again. They went to 1955. And the first one is called Corns de Vache 1955. Uh, it's a chronograph. It comes in platinum or pink gold. Got cow horns. That's what they call the lugs. And if you go back and you look at older Vacherons, they had really strange lugs. I love them. I think they're totally cool. Then they have an American 1921. Okay, this last one was a two-register chronograph with round pushers, pink, gold, or platinum. And beautiful. For a chronograph, it looks really ornate because it's got those lugs. Make it really cool. The next one in the line is called American 1921. And this was made by Vacheron in the 20s. And they have gone back to that design and come up with it for the modern era. And what it is, is an old-fashioned cushion design with the second hand. It's a register at 3 o'clock. And the crown is at 12, but the 12 o'clock crown is where 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock would be. So it's all tipped. So while you're driving, it'd be easy to look at it. So it's like 12 o'clock is where where one or two o'clock would be. So everything's turned. Not the case, just the dial and the movement. And you have a big register at three o'clock. You have moon hands, very old fashioned looking. So they went back to do this and they put in a nice caliber 4400 AS. Uh, I don't know what the A is. Can't be shield because they're making their own. Then you come to this Aronde 1954. Now I've seen the real, the originals. This is a faithful reproduction, more modern, but still a very faithful reproduction from 1954. And it's got a double rounded curve on the side. I don't know how to describe this. The name Aronde is means swallow. It's like two arches evoking a bird in full flight. It's a very large tank. And at three and nine o'clock, it kind of bows out. It's a really weird design, but it's good looking. It has a textured dial, applied numbers and gold and markers, very pretty. Then you come to the ultra fine. That reminds me of the bat wing case, they used to call it. Uh, I don't know why, but they keep going back to 1955. Must have been a good year. This is the ultra fine 1955. It's got the thinnest, the world's thinnest mechanical manual wine movement. 
Oh, it's got the 1003 movement. That's an old movement they've been using for a long, long time. Very thin, but very good movement. And they still use it. It's amazing. 31 hour autonomy. It's a very thin four millimeter case in uh, pink gold or, or white gold and it or yellow gold or platinum. Uh, really nice. Really, really nice. How big is it? 36 millimeter. Perfect for me. I love that. Now then they have a square called ultra fine 1968. Uh, and this has a caliber 1120. It only measures 2.45 millimeter thick. That's pretty darn thin. It's square, which I never was crazy about. That's not my cup of tea. This one's 35 by 35 square. It's an automatic, no less ultra thin, really cool. But I, don't, I never liked squares. Then they've got Chronometer Royale. This goes back to 1907. This was a pocket watch that they have now turned. They used it for inspiration to make a beautiful wristwatch. 39 millimeter, pink gold. It's got a caliber 2460 SCC automatic COSC. It's got a special enameled gold dial. Grand few enameled 18 karat gold dial. Transparent sapphire case. Crystal case back, water resistance, automatic. But it looks like an antique pocket watch, like a porcelain dial and antique numbers. Very pretty. Then you come up. This is a very famous design. Not one of my all-time favorites. It's called Toledo 1951. It's a square, but it has rounded corners. Nice looking, but it's not me. But maybe it's you. It's not a bad looking watch. It is 36 by 43 millimeter. It has an automatic movement. Uh, it's beautiful. 40-hour power reserve. Okay, now let's get to the creative stuff. The the Hewers Creatives Collection is inspired by women's watches developed in the 20s, 30s, and 70s by Vacheron. These are absolutely gorgeous. These are the real big ones. Like here's one called a Hewer Romantique. I can't even begin to describe this. I'm going to do my best. It's not easy. It's kind of a rounded center case. And on the ends, there's another separate round attached to the original round and everything's covered in diamonds. And then the band is like C's put together and all covered in diamonds. They have uh, one that has 16 carats and one that has 9.4 carats. These are absolutely stunning. These are so gorgeous, it's hard to believe. I mean, here's one that they made. Most the, the first two had virtually very little on the dial. This next one has really beautiful uh, Roman numerals on it. 26 by 34. And the Roman numerals are kind of like a Mueller where they're exploded, except the 12 and the 6 are much larger than everything else. Really beautiful. And diamonds all over it. Just gorgeous. I mean, this is like drop-dead gorgeous. Two and a half carats. And they have a bigger one with no dial, just diamonds for the dial. That's three and a half carats. I mean, it's mother of pearl too. It's just beautiful. Then they have one called it's a fan case. I've never seen anything like it. I don't know what it's called. It's called Hewer Discreet. Came out in the 30s. I've never even seen it. Looks like a fan. A lady's fan that you wear on your wrist. A little teeny fan with diamonds all over it. And when you turn it it reveals the watch underneath in mother of pearl just gorgeous 
Then they have one called an, I can't even pronounce this, Odysseusy. And it looks kind of like a belt buckle, <clears throat> all in diamonds. Really gorgeous. I mean, this is class. This stuff is just class. Then they have the enamel ones. Um, they call Metiers de Art. These are just gorgeous. The enamel work is just insane. It's a big round watch. I'm trying to see the size. I don't see a size. Where's the size? And it's all enamel. And then at three o'clock, you have a very large register about a quarter of the size of the watch that has the watch in it. So the watch is real small. It's off center. It's on a large round case. And then the background is just done with these absolutely gorgeous different designs and colors. And it's all enamel. It's really beautiful. I wish I could tell you the size. They're not saying it. That's really weird. Herringbone pattern. They have all these really gorgeous things. And they make them all by hand. I mean, they are just stunning. Here they are, 39 millimeters. So they're good size. They're big. So this is actually a man's watch. And they're absolutely stunning. It's a showstopper, I'm telling you. You have to see it. The background color is just gorgeous. They have red and blue and gold. And it's all done with designs. It's just beautiful. Then they have a 14-day tourbillon that is absolutely breathtaking. I, I don't know if I wear it, but we will continue another time because we're running out of time. And I was going to say, please watch me. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. This is Lee Jackson. America's finest watchman, Lee Jackson watches at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Tell me what you found. See you later, everybody. Have a great day. We'll talk again, I'm sure. Have a good